on this episode, Climbs and Summits. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Stephen Mathis. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time and opening your mind and heart to the things that we talk about here. And I'm glad you're part of the tribe, man. I'm glad you're part of the tribe. So I was at the gym yesterday and had a conversation with a woman named Haley. It was a lovely conversation. And at one point during this chat, she said something to me that really struck me in the moment as this beautifully worded reminder of a very powerful and fundamental truth. And I knew in the moment that it was something that I wanted to talk with you guys about, not only because of the way it resonated with me, but also because of the way it really gets to the root of the journeys that I know that you guys are going on, the journeys that I hear clients going on. So before I tell you though what she said and kind of the lesson that I took away from it as I thought about it later in the day, I want to give you a little bit of context and backstory from my own life. And I know a lot of you guys don't know a lot about me or my journey or my life. So let's rewind to 2006. At the end of 2006, I'd been married to my ex-wife at this point for a few years. We had our first daughter. She was about two at that time, which by the way, being a father has been the biggest blessing in my life. What an incredible experience, incredibly challenging at times for sure. Also the biggest blessing. And although it sounds cliche, it was absolutely true for me that I did not understand truly how much I could love another human being until we had a baby. And it was like, man, this, this changes things. And it did start to change things in me for sure. So the end of 2006, we have our two-year-old daughter and we have another baby on the way. And that baby turned out to be my son. He was born at the end of 2006. And another just incredible experience with so much joy and bliss, welcoming a baby into the world, welcoming a baby into our family. What a beautiful thing it was. So we bring him home and here's our little family growing. We've got our two-year-old daughter and now we have this little baby boy and our young family's growing. And the first week or so, he was doing great. And then after about a week on that day, he didn't seem that well. And both me and my ex-wife had kind of had a feeling like something's not quite right. If you're a parent, you know that sometimes even if you can't put your, on, your finger on it specifically, sometimes you just know when something with your child is, is off. And we both had that feeling. And as the day went on, he wasn't really eating very well. And as it gets to be late afternoon, we both kind of noticed that his lips were a little bit blue. And that's when we realized, okay, something is definitely not right here. So she stays with our two-year-old daughter and I take him into the Instacare. And one of the first things they do when we get to the Instacare is they put a pulse ox monitor on him and they measure his oxygen and his oxygen level is low. And that's when we again knew, okay, something is definitely not right here. So we went from Instacare via uh, ambulance to the ER at the children's hospital. And over the course of that night, the next few hours kind of unfolding in various scans and tests, we come to a point later in the in the evening, it's probably 11 o'clock at night by this point. And my ex-wife and I are sitting there in the ICU and the doctor comes up to us. And what he tells us is that our son has some heart issues and he's going to need open heart surgery to save his life. And 
I think the thing I remember from that night the most is that it was so surreal. It, it seemed like a dream in a way. You know, we had gone from this incredible joy of bringing this new baby home to now knowing that he was going to have to have open heart surgery, wondering if he was going to make it, wondering what the recovery would be like and how it was going to affect him in a month and how it was going to affect him later in his life and, and all these unknowns. And that was the beginning of what to that point in my life was the hardest thing that I'd gone through. I'd never really gone through anything really hard prior to that. You know, I'd been married. That comes with challenges, of course. We had our two-year-old daughter. That comes with its own challenges. But I'd never gone through anything really hard. And that was the beginning of that. That was the beginning of, of an experience that started to push and pull and stretch my heart. And he was in the ICU for a few months. And although his heart surgery, the heart repair itself, went extremely well, we were so lucky to have one of the country's top pediatric heart surgeons that did his surgery. And the heart repair went super well, but he had some complications from the surgery itself. And those became an issue. And in the course of this few months in the ICU, there was definitely a period of time where he was touch and go, and we didn't know whether he was going to make it or not. And working through this experience changed me in so many ways. And, and I had so much clarity yesterday in looking back at really what really happened and how it really changed me. But I remember a few things from this time. I remember uh, there was a night in the period of a week or two where he was really struggling, where he was really kind of touch and go. There was a night during that time when I was laying in this sleep room. They have these sleep rooms just off the ICU where parents or family members can rest because either my ex-wife or I was there with him pretty much 24 hours a day. So I'm there one night and I'm in this sleep room getting a little bit of rest before I go back in to be with him. And the sleep room's always completely quiet. Nobody ever bothered us in there. It's in this, you know, outside the, the doors, it was all quiet. So there's just never any sound. Nobody ever bothered us. And... I'm laying in the sleep room and it's the middle of the night and all of a sudden there's like this knock on the door and wakes me up and I open the door and there's this young, pretty young doctor. He's probably late twenties and he's got tears in his eyes and he tells me that I need to come and I go into the ICU and as I approach where my son is, there's like eight or nine, you know, nurses and surgeons around him and he had crashed and so many of them had tears in their eyes and I remember that moment as just being, I, I, I didn't know the capacity with which my heart could be tested, I think, until that moment. That was a moment that really stood out to me and still does. And another thing that happened during that experience is I started to turn towards physical movement as a way to work through the emotions. And I remember so clearly you know, it's winter, the start of winter here in Utah, and it's cold. And I remember running hill sprints and just crying and working through the emotions while I'm running hill sprints. And I remember envisioning in my mind, I would envision him as an older kid. I was, I would think about him as two years old and five years old. And I did, you know, imagine running around with him. And, and I had these visions in my mind that I just started to hold with such conviction like, I know that this is going to happen. I know that he's going to get there. And so that experience in so many ways changed me fundamentally, but there's really one way that it changed me the most. And 
that brings us back to this conversation yesterday. So I'm sitting there talking to Haley and she's telling me about her, her passion for high altitude stuff. Some of the mountains that she summited recently and another one that she kind of had her eye on that she's going to go to next. And in the process of kind of talking about mountains and climbs, she says to me, the summit is for the ego. The climb is for the heart. And it struck me as so true, not only when it comes to a climb and that kind of journey, but all of the climbs that we take in our life, all of the challenges that we face, whether they're thrust upon us or they're challenges or climbs that we choose to take, they are about our heart and they are for our heart. And that's what got me thinking kind of later in the day. I was thinking about that. Like it resonated with me so much to hear that climb is for the heart. It immediately resonated with me. But then I was asking myself, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean that the climb is for the heart? How is it for the heart? And the clarity that I came to and what I recognized is that it's about faith. See, faith is life. Everything that we do in life, living itself, waking up and going about our day, starting a business, going to a job, starting a relationship, having a baby, working on yourself and developing yourself. It's all about faith. That's the, that's the reason we live. The reason that we get up and engage with life is because of faith. It's because of our faith in tomorrow. It's because of our faith in our fellow human beings. It's because of our faith in our own potential and our own abilities. It's because of our faith that the sun's going to come up tomorrow and we're going to get another day on earth. It's all about faith. And the climbs, that's how the climbs in our life, that's how they're for our heart is they build our faith. They build our capacity for faith. And they, and they give us an opportunity to use that faith. And in the process of building our capacity to have faith and of exercising that faith, that's how we grow. That's how we grow as human beings. And that's how we experience the most life in our life. And as I thought about that, and I thought back to that experience with my son, which is an experience that I've thought about a lot over the years, because it's one that affected me so much. I had such clarity yesterday in thinking about that and realizing that the way that it changed me the absolute most was it changed my faith. It changed my ability to have faith. It changed my capacity for faith. It changed my commitment to having faith. And it changed the way that, that, that faith plays into my life, the way that I harness it in my life. That's what really, really changed. And there's so many things that changed in the aftermath of that, my personal health, which had been terrible largely prior to that, started to change. And all of these things in, in my own being and my life started to change in the aftermath of that event. And the reason that they changed is because my capacity for faith changed. So as you're facing the climbs in your life, recognize that that's really what they're about. They're about building your capacity for faith and increasing your use of faith. So whether it's getting away from porn and healing your sexuality, whether it's you know starting that relationship, it's having a child, it's building that business that you want to build, it's you know losing weight and getting healthier, whatever these journeys are that you're on, the way that you will move forward on that journey and the biggest benefit that you will get from that journey is building faith. So remember that and recognize just how crucial it really is. And there's various ways to build our faith. 
Some of that is going to just happen as a result of going through challenging experiences, but it's something we can also very much decide to do and do intentionally. And the way that I have found to be the most impactful for building my faith is to connect with that something that's inside of us, that something that's always there, that something that doesn't change, that's always still and strong and powerful no matter what craziness is going on in the world. It's that life force that's flowing through us. And whether you want to think about it as God or universe or oneness or however you think about it, that something that is literally giving you life, the life that is flowing through you, the more that you can connect with that, the stronger your faith will be. Because that is the ultimate faith. That is the ultimate thing that never changes. It is the ultimate thing that you can count on. And the more that you can build your faith, the more you're going to find your capacity to enjoy and really thrive in life will grow. The more you can build your faith, the more you're going to find your ability to create your desires and build your dreams grows. The more you can build your faith, the more you're going to find your relationships get deeper and richer. It really is the foundation of life. So look back at your life and think about what are, the, what are the things that you've gone through that have built your faith and what can you do right now? What parts of your life do you maybe not have? Are you maybe not really exercising all that much faith in that you could maybe bring more faith into play? Because it really is at the root of all of these journeys that we go on. It's not only what moves us forward on the journey, but it's the biggest benefit. It's the biggest thing that we get. So. We think about the summits a lot, right? So if it's getting off porn, you know, it's guys will think about, oh, you know, they'll think about reaching 90 days or a year porn free or whatever. They think about the summits, but we got to think about is we got to think about the climbs because the climb is where the life really is. That's where the growth really is. That's where the exhilaration really is because faith, faith brings us all of the most joyful, amazing feelings in our life, right? When that, when, when my son was born, for example, and we had just this incredible joy and bliss, what was really at the root of that? Yes, the actual moment of his birth, yes, that was a beautiful thing. But really was what was at the root of that exhilaration was the faith in his life ahead, the faith that he would grow, the faith that he would be healthy, the faith that he would have this healthy, expansive life that we wanted him to have. So understand the importance of faith in your life and work to develop it. We've got to be intentional with this because while some of this will kind of happen automatically, it's very easy to actually go through life without putting much faith into play. And it's very easy to go through life with kind of a faith that's a little bit weak, that's a little bit small, that could serve you a little bit better. So understand how faith is playing a part in your life and do the things that you can do to build it. And for me, that's always going to come down to really a couple of things. One is, again, connecting with that life force inside of you, connecting with nature, connecting with the things that are really the unchanging, immovable parts of life, because the stronger you feel that foundation, the greater your faith is going to be. And then the other part of it is taking action. If we go back to climbing a mountain, your faith, once you get halfway up, 
is going to grow versus where it was at the very start of the climb. The closer you get to the top, the more faith you're going to have that you can actually make it. And that's going to be true in all the climbs and journeys that you go on in your life. The more steps you take, your faith is going to grow. But you got to have enough faith in the beginning to get moving. And you got to recognize that faith plays a huge, huge role. Yes, we need to take action, but we've got to have faith along the way. You've got to have faith in your own potential to grow. You've got to have faith in those people around you. You got to have faith in your future. You got to have faith in your um, ability to expand and to improve as a man, as a human being. It all comes back to faith. So have faith, grow your faith, and put it to use in your life. And I can promise you that when you really dial into this strongly, when you can really connect with your faith on a very deep level, it changes things so much. It changes the experience. And it also, it, it's almost like it magnetically pulls you toward that thing. So if you have a goal or a vision in mind, the more faith that you have in that vision, the more faith you have in your ability to get there, the, the stronger the magnetic pull is going to be where you're going to be pulled towards it and it's going to be pulled towards you. And conversely, the weaker your faith is, the more it's going to stay away, the more, the more difficulty you're going to have in, ash, in actually reaching it. So having faith is not just this you know, woo-woo kind of thing to make us feel better. Having faith is very, very practical. It's very necessary. We need to have faith in our life and we need to do things that develop our faith and doing things like doing hard things like climbing a mountain. Those are the kind of things that we can go out and put ourselves in situations that actually cause us to have to build our faith, build our faith in ourselves and build our capacity to have faith in whatever we need to have faith in. As always, I'm sending you guys all my best. Thank you again for listening. I really appreciate you guys. Go out, kick ass, have faith as you do so along the way, and we'll talk to you soon.